Today on episode 192 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, a handy tip for anyone using Windows 8 or Windows 10. So if you're still on Windows 7, congratulations, and see you next week. But for Windows 8 and 10 users, this is pretty useful. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome back once again to this beautiful Monday morning and The Computer Tutor podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And today's a great example of that. But before that, I want to let you know if your computer has a virus or if it's running slow or really any other kind of problem, I would love to help. And it doesn't matter where you are because computer repairs can be done remotely so you don't have to bring it anywhere and no one has to come to your home. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And of course, today's computer tip can be seen over at my website, and that's at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 192. So let's get started. I remember back when Windows 8 first came out and people started upgrading just because it was something new and Microsoft said it was new, so it must be good. Of course, now we know that's not always the case, but back then a bunch of my clients got Windows 8. And then they sat down at their Windows 8 computer and it was like, how do I do anything? You know, there was a pretty big learning curve because Microsoft had changed everything. And that's one of the biggest reasons why Windows 8 was so unpopular. You couldn't just get on it and use it intuitively. And really the biggest component of that was the Start button and the Start menu. Both of them were just gone. When you clicked what used to be the Start button, you wouldn't see that familiar list of programs that you could choose from and run one of them. No, Microsoft was sure that when you hit the start button, you really would rather be taken to a page full of tiles, and each one of them is connected to an app. Well, that didn't sit too well with people that just needed to open a program and get some work done. And now we have Windows 10, which in some ways could be seen as slightly better, but in my opinion is overall worse. The start button now actually does bring up a little menu But in a lot of cases, that list of programs is useless because not all of them are listed there. What good is a program list that doesn't include the programs you need to open and use? But that big start menu that opens up has all those tiles that Microsoft still believes we need. There are tiles to tell you the weather, the current stock value of AT&T, the Kardashian gossip, and the top scores in World of Warcraft. Yeah, that's all really handy stuff to know when I just need to open Excel and fill out an expense report. What's surprising about all this is that while Microsoft was designing all of this and seemingly being completely clueless about what we really want and need, they had a brief moment of clarity and included in the design something called the Power User Menu. Now, it's also known by a few other names like the Win Plus X Menu, the Windows Tools menu, the Power User hotkeys, but I like to just call it the Power User menu. The way you get to this great little menu is to just hold down the Windows key on your keyboard and tap the letter X, like in X-Ray. Now keep in mind, this is only for Windows 8 and 8.1 and Windows 10. 
Windows 7 users don't have this available, but if you're using Windows 7, you don't need it because you have an actual fully functioning start menu. So when you open the Power User menu, you're going to see a list of places on your computer that you might want to access. This is a list of what's on there, and it might yours might be slightly different than this, but this is what's basically on, the, on most of them. Programs and Features, Mobility Center, Power Options, Event Viewer, System, Device Manager, Disk Management, Computer Management, Command Prompt, Task Manager, Control Panel, File Explorer, Search, Run, and Desktop. So that's a pretty good list. Some of those items on there I'm sure you're already familiar with, like Control Panel, but what are some of the actual practical uses for the places on this list? Well, I'll give you a few examples. What if you want to set your laptop so that it goes into sleep mode only after 60 minutes of no activity? Well, you open the Power User menu and click on Power Options. What if you want to see how much memory your computer has? Open the Power User menu and click on System. What if you want to see all of your computer drives and folders, like documents, pictures, and those other ones? Open Power Menu and click on File Explorer. What if you want to uninstall a program you don't need anymore? Just open the Power Menu and click on Programs and Features. Or maybe you're just lost and you want to get back to that familiar screen with all of your icons. Open the Power Menu and click on Desktop. And that's just a few of them. What I would recommend is that you just open the Power User menu and just go down the list, opening each one so that you know what it leads to. I think you're going to find it to be pretty useful. Now, one thing I should mention here, too, is that even more useful than this is a little program called Classic Shell. When you install that on a Windows 8 or Windows 10 computer, it actually gives you back the old Windows 7 Start button and Start menu. I've talked about that program before, back when Windows 8 first came out, and you can still get it for free over at ClassicShell.net. It's even better than the Power User menu, but it's not always an option. Like for me, when I'm in a client's home or business, and I'm working on their Windows 8 or Windows 10 computer, I can't always just install Classic Shell on their computer. So the Power User menu is handy because it's already there and ready to be used. Obviously, I don't do a lot of podcasts with tips about Windows 8 and Windows 10, because I really don't like either one of them, although given the choice between those two, I would take Windows 8. But if you have any cool tips or tricks about either of those versions of Windows, let me know. Maybe I'll use it on a future podcast. You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, and you can always give me a call on my podcast voicemail line anytime, day or night, and that's at 727-386-9468. And that's going to do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.